T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We're all over this, I guess you could call it news, that Bill Belichick created with Mac Jones saying that when pressed on whether he's going to be the starter going forward for the rest of the season, that uh, they're focused on beating Cincinnati. Joining us now is Dan Orlowski on the Harbor One Hotline. He's brought to you by Northeast Electrical, where pros need pros at needco.com by Town Fair Tire. For the best prices on tires, nobody beats Town Fair Tire. Nobody. So, Dan... ESPN's Dan Orlowski, thanks for joining us. Uh, wondering what you make oh of that, of that, the way that Belichick decided to end that press conference with that little question from a reporter and the answer he gave of the focus on uh, beating Cincinnati. Yeah, um, I, I've tried to make a very firm stance of never taking anything that Coach Belichick says and trying to decipher it just because I mean, he's the greatest person in a press conference ever when it comes to saying absolutely everything with saying nothing. So um, I don't make much of it, candidly, and I'm not surprised. Uh, That's probably the answer that um, is relatively expected, knowing how Coach Belichick for, for a very long time that has handled any question that it feels like has come to that or or, or in that world. So uh, I'm not surprised by his answer uh, that it was very much team-centric rather than individual. So we've been talking to you all year, and every day I feel like every Tuesday, sorry, Wednesday, we feel like, okay, is it going to get better? Is it going to get better? But I feel like it's gotten worse with us, Dan, with this team. So I guess the question is, is this the bottom for this offense? Is this rock bottom, what you saw last week? No, it has to be. Uh, You know, for for obviously the way the game ends, um, the, how poor your offense played. You know, one of the scores is the Duggar interception, which was a great play. Yeah, and you know, I'm about to do this on NFL Live uh, a little bit more detail, but but the I've talked at nauseum this year when it comes to the Patriots' offense of you know the lack of creativity and calling the same plays over and over again, and then obviously the shotgun and the underneath stuff, and you know, kind of uh, all those aspects. Um, and, and, you know, watching the game last week over, um, I think on Monday or Tuesday this week, you know, I just kept writing the same note down and it was under center run, 
under center, run, under center, run. They were under center. And again, this is a microcosm last week of something that has shown very much so this season, but last week it was exacerbated. <clears throat> they were under center 23 snaps last week. They ran the ball 22 out of 23 of those snaps. Wow. Now, there is a group of people that don't believe in predictability. They don't think it's a big deal. They'll sit there and tell you, well, I don't know the type of run. And while I can like somewhat understand where they're coming from, but the reality of what that does to other parts of our offense is it makes our jobs so much harder. How about when they were in the gun last week? They threw it all snaps but four, and I'm pretty confident that two of those throws were pulls on an RPO by Mac Jones. So there is just this overwhelming evidence last week, and then it, you dive into it over the, maybe the course of the last four or five weeks and then throughout the season, that when that football team is under center, and they did it a little bit more last week than they have, but under center to run the ball basically every single snap is ridiculous. And then when you're in the gun to throw it 85%, 90% of the time, I mean, of course it's going to be hard to play. And I was just – Marcus is going to be on with me. I was just with a couple other guys that played D-line, and I'm not going to share their names because I didn't get to tell them – I didn't tell them that I was going to share our conversation. But I asked them, I said, did you all, like, really pay attention to that stuff? And they laughed at me, and they were like, of course we did. <laughs> if we know what you're doing, my job is so much easier. So, real quickly, just to follow up on that, with that being said, Dan, like, I most definitely feel like it's going to get worse because the, the, the teams are better. The last three games, the last two teams are all better. They're all playing for something. And yet, here they go. Yeah. Oh, here we go yeah. again. So, I, I, yeah. I, I mean, maybe it doesn't look like it did, you know, the, the last play of the game, right, where they ladder it two times and sure. Chandler Jones just completely, you know, you know, uh, just pushes Mac through the earth. But I mean, they can they can get wallet forty to nothing. Yeah, and, and and I said this when I did some something like this with Carolina before in the start of the season when their their backs alignment was very indicative of run or pass. If I see it, the team you're about to play sees it because they're a lot smarter than me, and they're just watching your tape. I got to watch everybody's. So yeah, I mean, there's it, with with information and talent. You know, those two things are powerful in any sport, in any level. So uh, it, it's it's not going to be very good unless things, you know, change, get altered, get tweaked. Uh, Dan, could one of those changes be at quarterback? Should Bill stick with Mac? Of course. Of course? Of course. Yeah. Of we course, watched that but... same game against the Raiders, right? I mean, that's that's a last place defense, uh, pass defense. And Mac had his worst game maybe as a Patriot. How many drops? There's a few. How many missed throws? Um, I don't think that I charted that many like missed throws. I think there were two or three to start the game. One's a flat, one's an out route. Those are bona fide misses by Mac Jones. But do we really think that this offense is going to be, you know, uh, elevated or injected by the addition of Bailey Zappi? Like, I'm going to look at my notes right now for this. Well, I can tell you that you're right about the first the first pass that he threw was the Jonu Smith. It was almost intercepted. The next two were terrible. But then he had the red zone throw to Jonu Smith. That was bad. He had the Jacoby Myers that throw. Out that was bounds. The terrible. The throw to Jonu Smith is on Jonu Smith. I, I, How so? Down. That was five yards that out board? of bounds, Dan. That ball's the one in the end zone? That ball's a touchdown. That ball's a touchdown if Jonu Smith doesn't slow down. 
Well, I don't know. We, we, I would say I usually agree with you on this one. I would say equal blame for both sides, to be honest with you. I mean, Uh he's looking at the quarterback. (laughs) We hear you. You hear you turn the papers. As a quarterback, when I'm throwing that ball, when I'm cutting that ball loose, I'm throwing it to like land, hopefully three or four yards out of bounds. So the six foot four guy is fully extended versus man coverage. I mean, that's. It, we might say that that misses by a foot or something like that, but that's not an egregious miss. John, what, what, go watch the tape. When he peeks back, he slows down. And that's why there's that great, oh, my goodness, miss. I have Mac Jones missing three throws. First quarter, 7-19. First quarter, 7-15. Second quarter, 12-02. And then I've got um, one, two, three, four, five drops. So what you what did you think about the the, the second play – that they ran were uh, that same sequence, that red zone sequence, right, where they're on the two. The next play yep. was like a, it was like they were trying to run a slant route, but it was to, it was uh, Nelson Aguilar, and Mac had a fit because they felt like either he didn't, I don't know, bench it off quicker or he didn't work separation. Do you know what the play I'm talking about? No, it's not ringing a bell. What, what quarter is it in? Same sequence. It was the, it was the next play after the in John the, Smith. In the red zone disaster red zone, sequence. Yeah. Right, don't oh, worry right about after, it. Right it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. The fact is that he was not happy with the route, and it's hard to tell who's right and who's wrong now. I think it's the I other mean, aspect you know of it. this, though. It, it, the, when it comes to any aspect of offense, but certainly a pass game, and that's one of the things that I've gotten into when I got into this business was like trying to get people to understand there's, there's so many different – tiers and or levels to talent and performance. So it's not just, well, Mac played really good and the receivers suck. Like if, if the quarterback's numbers are good, it's because of everyone else around him played relatively complimentary as well. When the quarterback's numbers are bad, there's probably going to be multiple examples of everybody else around him struggling as well. So I don't like, again, do, do Mac did not play a um, great game. I thought Mac was like fine. It's I've said this before. It's really hard to gauge and judge his performance when everything around him is so dire. So as you said there, Mac, okay, maybe a fine game. His numbers look awful just in the box score. Did you see anything in terms of his mechanics or anything that looked some of a couple of those passes did look really off where he was sailing over the sideline and inaccurate? Yeah, I, I, you know, I didn't in, see anything mechanically. No, I mean I think those first two misses, seven nineteen in the first quarter and seven fifteen when he's throwing those outs or flats or quick outs to the field. I think those are the two misses. When I sit there, I remember the second one. I rewound like five or six or seven times from the sideline and the end zone to be like, cause the ball looks like it's just odd coming out of his hand. Like my goodness, that one looked weird. Um, but I didn't see anything mechanically with those um, that were, I, I think they, those two were just very odd misses, but I, those were the only two misses that I saw. I, I've got five drops. I've got great throws on in routes on third down. I got a great throw. That's a drop. I got a great throw that gets your feet in. And it's a, it's a big time completion. So um, I, I did not see any flaws mechanically, no. And I just had to ask you, because we asked Mac um, on Monday when we were in person with him about not having the Hail Mary uh, call at the end of the game, and they went with the draw play. Yeah. As a quarterback, I mean, are you chomping at the bit? Are you voicing that you want it in your hands in that situation? Is there... How would you, if you feel like that? you can get it there? I think so. I, I feel like if you feel like you can block it up and get it there, I think you want a shot at it. Absolutely. I don't know, you know, if, if Mac feels like he can get the ball there, um, you know, 55 plus yards, I think it would be. So 
you know, by the time you get back and get into a drop, you're looking at probably close to a 60-yard throw and can we protect it and all that stuff. I think you do want the shot at it, but, um, you know, I, I think there, you know, if the coach is adamant, no, we're just going to hand it off and go to overtime, I could also understand where he sits there and goes, okay, maybe maybe this is the moment where, you know, I kind of bite my tongue and we do what the coach asks and or says. Dan, just to follow up on that a little bit, I saw on the TV you saying that that last play was a real big example of the Patriots being a poorly coached team, and I do agree. I mean, I think they've been very poorly coached this year. I agree with you there. But at some point, don't the players have to know the situation on the field and the time and the score and all that? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was one of those things where, like, that last play, I do believe is 99.9% player. You know, and I think Jacoby handled himself to- totally professionally and – was a big time, like a, a pro and a man in that moment after the game. But my brain naturally does go to like, if there was an offensive coach there running the show, would that have been happened? Would there have been some form of communication before? I don't know. Like, but that's, that's, I don't, while it might be outrageous or Dan's trying to make it, my brain naturally goes there. Cause I've never seen anything like that, you know? So, and maybe that's unfair to the coaches. I'm not blaming the coaches at all for that happening. It's just where my mind goes to with everything that has transpired this year for the for the Patriots offense. Okay, so with the Cincinnati Bengals coming in and Joe Burrow uh, coming in and that just high powered offense. I mean, do the do the Patriots need to score like 35 points to win this game, or what would be the um, game plan? Like you tell me, based on everything you know, what would be the game plan you would throw out there to beat the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, keep the offense as, as far off the field or as much off the field. So that offense is high-powered, yes, but a little bit more so last year than this year. That offense is more efficient this year. Um, it's the best short-passing game in the NFL because teams are playing this, them in so much too high safety shell. I would imagine New England will do that a ton. Um, their ability to, to run the football out of the shotgun, they're a predominantly shotgun team that does it well because of their talent on the perimeter. The, the area that Patriot fans will see that receiver talent show up the most is in the red zone. They, they've become one of the best red zone offenses in the league because they have to be so efficient and methodical. And it's really hard, really hard to match up against those three guys down there because Joe's always able to find where's the one you're not doubling or, or if you're doubling him, where's the next option or <laughs> where's your fourth corner type of thing. So that's, you know, they, they're getting, now the Patriots play pretty good red zone defense. That's where they're going to have to be at their best. That's the matchup there. All right, Dan. Dan Orlowski from ESPN. Thanks, Dan, 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 thank you so much, and have a very happy holiday. And a Merry Christmas. Thank you, guys. You too. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 